This is Chris Gardner of the Houston Round Ball Review, speaking with Dolores Lozano of. Yeah, you wear so many ESPN. hats. I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, so many hats. <laughs> I was going to say ESPN, uh, 97.5. Or, go ahead. Um, so I am a contributor for Gal Media, and Gal Media has ESPN 97.5, SB Nation Radio, and Sports Map. Um, I'm also contributing to Culture Map as well. So I'm wearing multiple hats while and, studying to go to business school. So. Wow. So how how yeah? Well, obviously, how busy are you every day? Um. I'm pretty busy if it's not studying for my GMAT or kind of looking for job opportunities or watching summer league right now. Um, I'm just hanging out with my dog uh, in my free time. I'm also working on an app um, centered around advocacy for women who have experienced violence. It's going to be called Empowered X. So stay tuned to that in the next couple of months. Yeah, you mentioned that that app to me a while ago. So how how is that, is that coming along? Um, it's coming along great. I've been going to Station Houston to watch their pitches, and hopefully, um, I will have an investor in the next couple months. So right now, it's just kind of sharing my story and all the functionalities for the app. Um, and then right now, I'm just trying to narrow down to the logo because everything these days comes down to marketing. So you want that one logo that's going to stick out. Well, good luck with that and keep me posted, of course, and I know you Thank will. You. So, how, give me your thoughts on the Rockets' uh, offseason so far. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think it's been an underwhelming free agency for the Rockets. Um, I know right now there is Isaiah Thomas, Marcus Smart, uh, but most importantly, Clint Capella, that are still top of mind in the free agency. and. We're in the second week and things are slowing down and it seems like the Rockets are more focused on signing Carmelo Anthony than bringing back Capella. Um, I know I've, I've heard that the, that the Rockets will match any offer that he receives, but I think we're just kind of pulling teeth. It's like a kid waiting to go to Disney World. Like, is he gonna, is Capella going to stay or is he going to leave? I'm hoping he does stay because he, I mean, he, won 50 games with CP3 and Harden. So I think if the Rockets want to have as great of a season as they had last year, they should bring back the entire team. And we have already lost to these guys, so we'll need to probably stay in the game. What, in your gut, what are the chances that you think the Rockets would not sign or won't sign Clint Capella? I think the chances, right now, like a 50-50 chance with talks of Carmelo Anthony um, possibly coming to the Rockets um, and just looking at the, I mean, the amount of money that we have left over and we're still kind of waiting to see if Wisdom Luce is going to come back as well. And they have offered him the minimum $2.1 million. I don't know. I think if we do sign Capella, I think we might be screwing him in the end, and he might not sign after this one-year deal. I don't know. 50-50. I hope that a, a 24-year-old Capella versus a 34-year-old Carmelo, I would take Capella if it was up to me. 
but don't you think that Rockets will do both? Resign Clint. Yeah, I think they'll do both. I mean, that's a possibility. But, I mean, what if another team offers them more money and the Rockets don't have enough to match? But Tillman Fertitta has, you know, he did say in the past that he did say that he would match. That. He would match. But, you know, I mean, it's, I mean, it's not our money, but at it some point, it. you know, how much is too much? Maybe, maybe I just have trust issues. Like, he can say that he's going to match, but you never know until he actually matches. So, we'll see. Honestly, I don't really see the fascination with the Rockets, the Rockets have with Carmelo coming here, but what are, your, what are your thoughts on how he would fit here? I don't know if he will fit. Um, I think they, the Rockets maybe want like another all-star for just selling seats, but overall I think Carmel's in the older end. He, I really haven't seen much um, from him in the past, well, this past season. Um, so I'm indifferent. I really I think we should focus on bringing back Luke and Capella rather than trying to bring in Carmelo. You're a woman in sports here in Houston. Yeah. How how many other women in sports are there? I think I can only count on like maybe two, well, two hands. I think um, women in sports is definitely growing. I'm currently involved in WISE, which is Women in Sports and Events. And it's an organization centered around mentoring and pushing more women to come into the sports world. Um, and it's definitely hard, but it isn't impossible. Um, it's all about consistency. It's really a lot of networking as well. So I'm very grateful to be part of WISE. Um, and so I've met a lot of phenomenal women in the WISE organization because you have women that are broadcasters. You have women that are financial advisors for athletes. So you get to learn more about the sports realm outside of just being in the media. Um, because if, if you're like me, where I just want to do everything, you can learn about other ventures in sports that are possible. Um, and I think it's great. Um, sports is entertaining. I think sports has the power to change the world, and that's why I'm involved. And I think... Sports is evolving and allowing more women to come into the industry, which is nice. How long have you been in sports media slash media? I've been in sports media for about three years. Um, And a lot of people think that I went to school to be in sports or to be in in media or journalism. I actually went to school to be a speech therapist. I studied communication sciences and disorders at Baylor. And so initially I was a speech pathologist assistant. Um, and I was fortunate to have a home health caseload, so I was able to make my own schedule. And I was working out with one of my old track coaches at St. John's, and I was just telling him about my passion for sports, and he introduced me to David Gow who uh, owns ESPN Radio here in Houston, and through networking with David and just shadowing and interning and doing little shows here and there, um, I was fortunate to start in sports media with ESPN Deportes, 
Um, and then I was contributing for ESPN 97.5 and was blessed to be recruited by the Super Bowl host committee here in Houston. So that was really like my glory days of being in sports and media, working for the Super Bowl, um, leading up to Super Bowl 51. That was just an incredible memory in my life. Have you... Okay, well, you told me the high in sports media. Have there been any, yeah, what, have there been any, any, you know, any, I mean, I'm a guy in sports, so what are the lows in sports that you experienced? Um, like right now, outside of wearing multiple hats, I am freelancing, and freelancing can be a challenge for many because it's, it's definitely a hustle. Um, and it's getting your name out there. So um, I think when you don't have a full-time position in sports, it can kind of be disappointing. But um, I think being in an, an organization like WISE or just staying relevant by doing podcasts and doing writing stories, um, that helps me stay optimistic for something else in the future. Um, also, I think in life, everything's a grind, so you have to be hungry. Um, it's not just in sports. You can work in oil and gas. You just have to keep perfecting your craft, and eventually you'll find another high in your life. What is your ideal oh, job? Breaking news. I have breaking news. Those are those bombs. I don't know if you just saw it, but we saw Moche agree to a one-year-old deal with the Clippers. Oh, yeah. I, I just saw that now. Huh. Wow. wow. Sorry. I have, I have my ESPN notifications on deck all the time. Can't believe that. Yep, I, I got the Woe's notifications on Twitter, but I guess, you know, since talking to you, I got it on silent, so I didn't hear now it. You, now you know. I, no, you, you come and I come to you for information, so thank you very much, Dolores. You're welcome. So, so yeah, what what yeah. is your your dream job? Is it in sports? Is it in media? Is it in entertainment? Combination of all three? What is your, what is Dolores Lozano's dream job? I think it's a combination of all three. I really like, I mean, I really enjoy sports and entertainment. Um, I enjoy more of the public relations, community relations side, so public affairs in all areas of helping, um, whether it's an athlete or an entertainer with uh, philanthropic efforts in the community. Um, I love seeing a kid smile um, with um, just kind of inspiration from an athlete or an entertainer, just knowing that they could be that person one day. Um, and I just love everything um, everything that has to do with Houston. I think working for the Super Bowl um, grew my love for the city a lot more, and there's so much talent. Um, in sports and entertainment and art um, in the city. So I think my future goal would be, I don't know, it's a really tough question. Um, but just, I think it's like to be a staple in the city of Houston. So I think whatever I do, I would like to make a difference in the city. Um, kind of be one of those people that has their name on plaques everywhere around the city. So I guess entrepreneur. Maybe you'll be able to uh, do something for the men's Final Four. 
like you did for yeah, the Super Bowl. Yeah, we're coming up soon. Yeah, that would be a short term goal. Yeah, for sure. And by some miracle, I know the city is also in the running. It's quiet as it's kept, it's like on the back burner. But there's also in the works of getting the women's final four to Houston as well. So yeah, going to fun running for that Cup. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the World Cup is in the works as well. There's a lot of great things happening in the city of Houston, and I think I was blessed to experience that working for the Super Bowl and just seeing how Houston comes together, um, I mean, with sports in the background, um, whether it was kind of coming together for the World Series right after Hurricane Harvey. Um, I think there's just so much love and culture and diversity here. Um, I would definitely want to continue contributing to that as well. And since it has happened while we're talking, what are your thoughts on the Rockets now losing Luke Mbamute? So then that I am I think I'm I'm upset. I think Luke has done a lot for the city of Houston over the weekend. I was fortunate to partake in Afro Culture Weekend where he brought um, his own culture to the city, showcasing it throughout the entire week. I think he definitely played a key role um, last season. Unfortunately, him being injured um, probably didn't help with his free agency. Um, so I just think it's really unfortunate that we're going to lose him. And now it makes me question, like, will we lose Capella? Well, I mean, <clears throat> anything's possible, but losing two of your best defensive players, Rockets got to resign at Clint Capella now. I mean, they, they, have to. <laughs> they, I they, they almost have, have to. to, yes. Yeah, so maybe later today we'll see some kinds of news come through. Especially if you, if now doing another Woj bomb, you're talking about Rockets really want to sign Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. It makes the defense even worse. Yeah, the last time I heard Capello hasn't really had any offers on the table. Maybe I read something wrong. Um, but now there's one. There's another 2.1 million available because that's what they were going to offer late on the I don't know. Free agency has been a roller coaster. A never-ending roller coaster. So, hopefully, Capella will be coming back, and um, I wish Luke the best of luck in Los Angeles. In your sports media coverage, did you cover the Astros mm-hmm. in the World Series run? I I covered them um, not on the World Series, uh, not in the World Series, but I did. Um, Cover the division championship. How how was that coverage during that part of the playoffs? How did it compare to covering the Rockets in their playoff run this these last few months? Um, it was incredible. Um, I experienced um, I guess the, yeah, the celebration in the locker room, just seeing. Everyone says there's so much joy in the champagne showers. Me being a rookie, I definitely didn't know that you should bring a raincoat. 
um, to the celebration. So I definitely was stoked after that first champagne shower I ever experienced in the Astros locker room. So I can only imagine the World Series celebration. I bet people had raincoats and umbrellas because it was crazy before. Um, but I'm definitely excited to see what's in store for the Astros this season. They've been doing phenomenally well. Um, and I know we're going to have five players going to the All-Star game coming up. So I'm excited. I'm excited for the city. I think it's great to see Houston sports doing so well. Um, hopefully our Texans will pick it up too. Um, so I'm looking forward to football season and seeing if our Texans can live up to the Houston sports hype. What are your thoughts? Do you have any thoughts on the late arriving crowds at Rocket home games? Was it a big deal to you? Did it bother you? Did you it notice it at all? It was definitely a big deal. I think um, the majority of the, like, the real Houston Rockets fans are always sitting up in the 400 section because that's the only tickets that they can afford. Um, and unfortunately, and fortunately, Houston's a huge corporate city, and a lot of the lower levels, um, a lot of the great, the best seating in the house is taken up by corporate companies to give out their, give away their tickets or don't give away their tickets or they're getting off too late. And so I definitely want to see if there's, we can kind of come up with a system where more fans are able to fill in those seats in the lower deck. Um, so I don't know if it's something, I forgot what the, uh, is it vivid seats or flash seats? If there's some kind of technology that can be put in place where you know that after this time you can fill the seats, maybe. Did you like the or Rockets? They're more excited about basketball. Did you like the Rockets' idea of trying the the parties uh, that they had? In- I, I think it was a great idea, but I think it still comes down to like uh, corporate companies just having all of those having all of those seats and uh, for the most I mean for most companies they might be getting off of work late or don't really care to partake in those parties because they have there's they're like free drinks in the seats or their clients that they're gonna take care of. So I think there there should probably be a range of how many how many companies can buy seats. I don't know. I mean, as long as the seats are sold, that's great for the community center and profits. But I think more people need it. Or we can push the games back later. Maybe that's, maybe that's it. Eight o'clock games. But that's never fun for the media, of course. Not at all. Not at all. I mean, staying very late at the building. With the Rockets now without Luke and without Ariza, how, in your opinion, how wide is the gap now between the Rockets and the Warriors? Well, I think there's a huge gap. Um, the Warriors, the Warriors have, I can't think of who, was DeMarcus Cousins went to mm-hmm. the Warriors, correct? Right. Yeah, I think the Warriors are 
have a better end of the stick as of right now. Maybe adding Carmelo Anthony might help us. I just, I think I, I would have to see Carmelo, if Carmelo comes to Houston, and how he fits in the chemistry with the team. Um, but as of right now, I think the Warriors still, still probably have it. Do you have, is it a problem, has it been a problem for you, or is it, or is it still a problem for you from men trying to test you and your sports knowledge? Um, yeah, I, I definitely still have that. I think that just kind of keeps me, keeps me on my toes. Um, Luckily, my boyfriend's like a huge NBA fan, so he keeps me in the know all the time. And he'll kind of joke around with me to ensure that I know what's going on. Um, but I think that's in everything you do as a woman. You're always going to be tested. That's also why I'm studying to go to business school, so I can have that extra credential, that extra um, on my resume. Um so people can know that I know, I know myself. Is there any advice, you have any advice for women who want to do what you do? Um, yeah, I think if you have a dream, continue working at it. Um, work hard every single day. Know that there's going to be good times and bad times. Know that there's going to be a lot of haters and a lot of doubters, but if you truly um, want to make a difference, or if you truly want to break into the sports world, um, just continue working at it and know that you're going to have to work twice as hard. Um, know that there's going to be a lot of long nights, especially in basketball, especially in baseball. If you ever want to cover the MLB, you can be in a 21-inning game um, and be there till midnight. But as long as you stay consistent, um, and you are motivated and you're focused, we'll definitely succeed in this business. Dolores Lozano, thank you for your time. Is there anything that we haven't talked about that you want to mention? I think we covered everything. Um, if anyone has any questions you or wants to reach out to me, you can reach out to me via Twitter. Um, my Twitter handle is uh, at Dolores. And was uh, Dolores A Lozano. Sorry, I keep I keep changing it. So that's at D O L O R E S A L O Z A N O. And I'm definitely open to answering any questions. I I mentor a lot of kids at U of H at Rice who are looking to break into the sports media world. So if you're interested, you can write me, tweet me, and I'll happy I'll be more than happy to respond. That is great. And um, I really appreciate you taking time to do this. I wanted to uh, have you interview you for like weeks ago, and I just never got around to asking you. Then when I saw you at Rockets um, mini camp, I was like, oh, here's my chance. So thank you for taking time yeah. to, to do this. So I really appreciate it. No problem. I'm happy to come back on whenever you need me. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. My pleasure. And you take care, and I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye.